Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. It is me, the Brazilian Dragon himself. We are off to Egypt for another edition of Scooby Snacks and Chats, and I am not alone. I have with me a man who always says onk onk like Yuha Hamasaki from RuPaul's Drag Race. It is Jacob Redman, Fresh Dew, Scooby-Doo. How are you? Usually, Bay. Uh... Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that uh, great introduction. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be here. Um, I actually remembered this one, so I'm excited. Like this is this is a great one to podcast about. It's very exciting, and we have the woman who requested to talk about this movie. She loves <laughs> post production. She is graduating this week, and please flood her Twitter mentions with congratulations. It is. Julia Berry, aka Jules. Jules, how are you doing? Hi, Felipe. Thanks for having me on the podcast tonight. Yeah, I have a week until graduation, and I'm here with you guys to talk about the one and only Scooby Doo and Where's My Mommy? So hi. Iconic blast from the past. Yeah. So, Jules, what is your backstory with the Scooby Doo franchise, with this movie specifically? Um, For me, I usually remember like my my dad just had so many uh like scooby-doo um movies and whatever on vhs tapes and whatnot from like the 70s 80s whatever and my brother and i would always watch them growing up and just like being familiar with the franchise i would always watch the movies whenever they came on um what was it cartoon network and didn't they have um what's new scooby-doo wasn't that yeah that was the show yeah yeah that was the show too i loved that series so much very good um so yeah i feel pretty familiar with like some of the movies the show pretty well um and uh oh a pup named scooby-doo that was a good that was a classic it was yeah that was jacob's experience right a pup named scooby-doo was that the one that you liked yeah yeah that was a good one uh, I'm, I'm really glad that you're here, though. You know, I did not know that uh, the senior week tradition was to come on and talk about Scooby-Doo, but that's perfect. <laughs> At least she had a senior week, unlike some people on this call. <laughs> did you do anything for senior week? Like um, me? Oh, no, not you. Obviously, uh, you did. <laughs> um, it's funny because today, yeah, they just started. Um, we're getting food trucks every day. <laughs> nice. So, um food trucks uh i know that there's also going to be like a day for like kayaking or something i i missed getting tickets for that um there are a few red sox games and uh six flags on thursday which i'm going to that so that's like that, the only thing i'm doing this week <laughs> that's like very worth it six flags yeah. is so fun yeah. yeah 
the only senior week thing I ever got to experience was when Danielle came back from LA and then we went out to tits uh, for us like pre senior that's that's a bar Jacob it's not I, like, I assumed yeah I had to assume it was a bar I really hoped <laughs> yeah we we went out and uh we did that and it was a lot of fun and then she had all the senior week shenanigans and then my senior week was probably spent on zoom um last year but nice. hey it happens uh but I'm so happy for you, Jules. Jules and I met on the Pop Showdown experience. Uh, plug in Pop Showdown. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Jules was, and I bonded over our love of throwbacks. There was one night, like in the last few months, where we just were up until like 4 a.m. just talking about Danny Phantom and the Box Ghost. Yes. <laughs> so, that was that was iconic. Jules is a great tw- Twitter follow, if anyone cares. Um, but... Yeah, so let's talk about this movie. So why did you pick this one specifically, Jules? I think, well, I had asked you which movies you were going to be discussing like with other people other people on the podcast um, because I had a select few that I am vaguely familiar with and just ones that like live in my mind rent-free, like my nostalgic like favorites, this being one of them. Um, and I also like, like a lot of people just have like a weird like infatuation with like ancient Egypt especially like during their childhood so I like this movie always sticks out to me and I always thought that Egypt was just like an interesting place to talk about and getting into like the plot a little not gonna spoil yet but just like the plot twist of like who was like behind it all that really threw me off when I was little I was like oh my gosh so yeah I remember this movie a bit watching like Saturday afternoons, but my familiarity with Scooby-Doo in Egypt was more based on the computer game Scooby-Doo Jinx at the Sphinx, if anyone else played that <laughs> growing up. Um, Not me. <laughs> I think that I played that one at the library. I remember that was like one of the CDs that they had and you like put it in and then uh, I never could get that far because I like couldn't save it, my progress. <laughs> so I just have to like start over and play the beginning like 30 minutes every week. Yeah, and now I'm on Google Images, and what a throwback uh, for this experience, but that is not the same plot of the movie that we watched. Um, So this one, we start out in 41 BCE, Cleopatra is fleeing an attack by the Roman army, and then she decides to go into the Great Sphinx and uh, put a spell on it to bury her treasure and prevent, I guess, like stealing, and she unleashes the uh, undead army I guess um, so I really like this intro I thought the music score was really good I thought the visuals were very pretty I really enjoyed this it like really got me into the movie as opposed to some other Scooby-Doo movies where it's like kind of like okay this is just like an exposition of like what this monster is this one because of the the movie was kind of different than other Scooby-Doo mon- movies and there wasn't like a clear monster plot um, this one just kind of like took us in a different way and I like that Yeah, I think this is the best intro sequence that we've seen. Like, it was exciting. There was, like, an actual story. And then, like, when we were, like, going through the title cards and all that, it was like, oh, we're, like, traveling through the, like, underbelly of the Sphinx and, like, you know, hiding from all the different mummies. Like, it it felt fun. Uh, The one thing I didn't like was that they have all these alligators that are going in the pits. Like, do we expect these alligators to be around 2,000 years later protecting the treasure? Like, who's feeding them? 
who is feeding them indeed yeah i hope they i hope they are self-sufficient and can can uh-huh. find their own food because i hope so otherwise that's alligator neglect um this just unlocked a memory in middle school i had this teacher uh she was a reading and writing teacher so she did like creative writing and that's probably like where i discovered that i like being creative um the most like with like she had different exercises but um she did she would always say that she had two pet alligators um or crocodiles and they lived outside in the window she was like a little bit of a cuckoo bird but yeah <laughs> she, she was said yeah i have a pet crocodile and um she would just like act like it was legit and we were all like is this lady for real um and she said yeah sometimes i used to bring them to school but then they weren't allowed on campus anymore or something <laughs> that's mildly concerning yeah. that's that's a little scary but shout out okay. to um yeah all right Jules do you have any crocodile experience or alligator experience um I mean the only one that like comes to mind is when I went on vacation to Florida like way back in the day and I don't know if it was like my own hotel room or like the one next to mine um it was at a motel like right on the beach but there was like an alligator like right outside so no one could like open the door because they were too afraid of it and that's it yeah I'm from the north, so I don't have have many alligator experiences because, you know, being from New York, (laughs) they're not really there. True. A lot of them are from cartoons for me personally. (laughs) Um, And then the 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 Jungle Cruise ride in uh, Disney World, which I think was like canceled, and they're like revamping it because it's been canceled, which makes sense based on the. Oh my gosh, I was in Disney World, like just days before COVID hit last year. And Were I went there for spring break. Yeah, I visited my friend and we went there one day, like three or four days before like all the colleges shut down. What a wild yeah. experience. And it's I was on that so ride, weird. so. <laughs> it's wild, like what you were doing, like literally days, like the fact that I was like in a bar and at the Santa Monica Pier without a mask on, like, and then three days later, like masks were mandated. It was so wild. Yeah. Like I, I went on a plane without a mask. I just can't imagine that life now. Um, mm-hmm. What was Jacob doing before the pandemic? Uh, working. Um, working. I remember I was working and I was like, oh, I think I'll take a vacation in April. And then, no. Where were you going to go? Egypt? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to go to New York, go to the uh, live show there. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That we wouldn't have met at, unfortunately. True. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Imagine in a world without COVID, maybe Jacob and I wouldn't be friends. That's so sad. Like, oh yeah. my gosh. Like, I wish. Yeah. What, you wish we weren't friends? <laughs> wow. See how it I'm is. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wait, how, how did you guys become friends? Uh, we are in a similar, uh, the same online community. And then there was like a game night and we became fast friends and worked together in this game. And then we got fifth and fourth place. Um, it, and then... Uh, we I harassed Jacob to be my friend basically (laughs) that's basically like because I'm like an aggressive like I I I felt like we had a bond in that game and then we uh like I feel like Jacob would have probably ghosted me like if we if I didn't like keep harassing him no that's very fair I'm terrible at like getting back to people and fun pages like kept messaging me and then eventually we would hang out and I'd be like all right I guess we're hanging out now I slowly shift away and um, annoyed him into being my friend. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. I'm happy about it. I I need people like that in my life because without it, if people do not like pester me, then 
I'm just gonna be alone forever. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I forgot to mention the date. So we were talking about this in the pre-show, but this premiered in theaters on May 13th, 2005, a limited theatrical release, but then it was released on home video on December 13th, 2005, but it premiered on Cartoon Network on November 24th, 2005. So a lot of dates, um, which is all over the place, but my experience, like I said, was- It's 2005, and you know what? That's what I'm sticking with. Yes, 2005, sometime. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it was it was a lot of fun to revisit this movie, like because I definitely remember like some Saturday afternoons they would have like Scooby Doo marathons. I remember the Aloha one more, but this one like I remember bits and pieces. Like I remember the intro for this one, and mm-hmm. then I remember like some of the scenes. Um, I did not like the title card, the individual title card, but I liked the other title cards involved with like the producers and stuff. I just hated that like what they did with the Scooby Doo and Where's My Mummy title card specifically, uh-huh. on title okay. card watch. Uh, but anyways, fast forward to the present and Velma is restoring the Sphinx. She comes across an ancient necklace and she shows it to Prince Omar, who is leading the restoration initiative. They accidentally discovered the tomb of Cleopatra and the necklace is an Ankh, um, which uh, my reference earlier in RuPaul's Drag Race season 10, Yuha Hamasaki had a Ankh on her head and she, I, I believe the joke was Ankh Ankh. Um, yeah, so... Uh, what was your familiarity with like ancient Egypt? Like, c- did you study it in school? Um, yeah, I feel like over the years, we would always have, you know, like ancient Egypt, just like talk about it. I don't know like why it was like one of those like focuses in school, but I also just feel like with like other TV shows or just like pop culture references, things would just keep going back to Egypt. Like there was that episode of, um, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, where Libby, this is the one that Naomi and I always talk about because Naomi's like, this is the episode that she changed her hair for the rest of the series. Yeah, she, like, I thought it, such great character development in that episode. Um, Stan Libby. Great character. And I'm pretty sure that there are, like, other, like, ancient Egypt-focused episodes of, like, other shows that I cannot remember. But I just remember, like, yeah, ancient Egypt, I just associate it with, like, learning about it in school over the years and part of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Brighton, uh, shout out to Brighton who helps us with our Aloha Scooby-Doo notes. Uh, he, he did ask, one of the best Scooby-Doo movies ever. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what this film was inspired by because it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember what exactly. Maybe the Mummy series with Brendan Fraser. Regardless, hope you have fun with this one. Um, so I think, I don't know if this was like necessarily inspired by like any movies specifically other than just like Egyptian like stories in the movies but there was like a lot of like booby traps that like Indiana Jones was clearly like an inspiration in that department with the with the booby traps Uh, yeah I I do think this is is like kind of a reference it's like a much more watered down version of the mummy um yeah movies like yeah this is something like I remember going over to like a friend's house and watching the mummy series like this kind of has the same vibe of that um yeah can we talk about the fact that oh Jules, go ahead before Oh no, I, I just remembered. Um, if you're familiar with the sweet life, there was yes. that episode. I, I, I forgot who that like guy was, but um no no. I, was it London or just like the whoever they just got a bunch of like ancient artifacts, including like you know, a mummy or something, and they brought into the Tipton. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but do you like are you picking up a yeah. that I'm like absolutely yeah, yeah. Jules has had sweet life on the brain a lot these last few months because 
Um, can I can I say it or is it like yeah. did you have to sign? Okay, so Jules's professor worked on the Sweet Life, um, and they got to have a Zoom call with Phil Lewis, and that was I was very jealous of like the like the. Did you get any other guests from the Sweet Life? Was Arwen there too? Yeah. So okay. like you said, yeah, my professor was a former writer. And uh, a couple of classes this semester, he um, on Zoom, he was able to bring in Brian Sapanek, who played Arwen, and Phil Lewis, who played Mr. Bosby, which is funny because um, for another class of mine, um, I had this same professor come in and do an interview. And we had a surprise cameo waiting for my professor from Brian Stepanek. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I have. I really had the sweet life on my mind, like all semester. That's iconic. Like, um, yeah, I don't think we had anyone like from my childhood or any of the classes, but it was so cool when you were like, oh my God, I was like, what? So jealous. But uh, just to go back to Brighton's question, uh, what, where did Brendan Fraser go? I feel like he was all over the place in the mid 2000s. And I feel like he hasn't been anything in like the last 10 years. I'm sorry, who is that? <laughs> The guy from Jenner, Journey to the Center of the Earth, I believe that's what, Brandon oh, Fraser. Let's do a deep dive. Maybe that's what Robin Akiva should do next. Uh, well, he did not age good. I'm sorry. Oh no! Yeah, he looks yeah. rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I I don't think I think that uh, maybe his poor aging might be part of the reason why he's not uh, getting roles. I don't recognize him. He was in a Bollywood thriller in 2016. That does not sound like I mean, he's idea. credited for the Fairly Odd Parents. What did he do? Fairly, I can't find what he did. If you can find that, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, he did not age well. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. His career, maybe a premature uh -huh. R.I.P. But yeah, uh, he's in Doom Patrol, which is a voice role, right? So, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well. That. Oh wait, no, 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 no. He's. I think he's. Uh, I've not seen it, but I don't think that he is. I well, he is a he's... voice role as well. He's Robot Man, and then also Cliff Steele. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, he was in Journey to the Center of the Earth, right? Uh, yeah. That's where I. That's I remember watching that movie in theaters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and GI Joe. Remember that film series? Whatever. Um, anyways, uh, that was that was some IMD bags. Um, but uh, we get the gang who is led by Scooby-Doo, very sad about Velma not being around because so, she's on a six-month archaeological dig. Um, they go to Egypt to surprise her. My question is, how did they, did they just take another cruise to Egypt with the mystery machine? or did They They have to. How did they bring the, the mystery machine to Egypt? Well, in, when they went to Australia, they took a cruise. And then when they went to Mexico, they just drove down. So I don't know. I think it just have to assume they take cruises everywhere. And they're just like casually driving this like, you know, van in the middle of the desert. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know like that's how it actually is. And then it breaks <laughs> down. And I'm just like, why don't you just pour the lemonade into there? Let's see if that works. Like, well, I don't think the lemonade would work. I think that you, you know, you're already starting off on a bad foot because like this car does not look like it's made to go into the desert. Like you are clearly going to be falling apart at some point. So I don't know. Like they were uh, being full clowns driving yeah, this they car. They really the were. Yeah. Thank goodness that uh, we'll get to it in a second. But thank goodness that the car is light enough that camels can just like tow the mystery machine. I know. I thought it was going to have to get left left behind. And yeah. like it's on sand, so I feel like you know it would like 
sink a little bit like wouldn't it be like tough for the camels to like pull it I, those poor I, camels honestly this is an idea what if we all forgo giving mvp points this movie and just give them to the camels um so give MB, mvp to the camels no thanks okay wow we see how it is but scooby and shaggy they're like oh we'll we'll get water for you all and then they like walk three feet and then they're like oh i'm so thirsty these jacob you have thoughts well this has to be like the longest mirage scene that i've seen (laughs) like this comes up in so many different types of movies are mirages like real are they real that's like my question like are these just like fictional things like have has anyone ever witnessed a real mirage that's what I want to know. Well, not a real one. That's like the whole point is that they're fake. But like, I'm sure that it's happened before. But like, I feel like every single TV show, anytime that they're in the desert, this is going to come up. But usually it's like a really quick thing. But no, like we had them swimming. We had a whole like musical sequence. This was a long time to be doing this mirage. Of um, if you guys have seen Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, have we seen Avatar, The Last Airbender? Jacob has a Daka. whole podcast. <laughs> Jacob has a full podcast of Avatar. I'm making a joke. I'm you gotta go. Show. You gotta go binge the podcast after. Right. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who's your favorite character, and what kind of bender are you? What we have you? Oh, I, I am for sure an airbender. It, it okay. totally aligns with my personality. And we what was your other thing? Who's your favorite character? Oh, that's so tough. You might have to circle back to me later because okay. I I can never. Jacobs is Azula, I believe, and. Um, yeah, I think Azula or Toph. I think yeah. both of those are good characters. I'm yeah. definitely a fireman. I do like Katara as well. I feel like she's Katara. the unsung hero. Um, who else do I like? I like a lot of them. Obviously, Momo and Appa. They're like okay. No. I am more of a <laughs> Jacob gets mad at me because I picked the critters. I like Momo Wait. more than Appa. Whoa, that's a hot take. I know, I know. I get so much heat for that. <laughs> That's a steaming hot take that Momo's better than Appa. Wow. I just, he's, right. he's more humorous. Appa just like, he's just there. Like he grunts and yeah, I know he's like, he's a major support for Aang, but like he just, uh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that kind of sounds like Felipe, someone who's a major support for me and just sits there and grunts. Wow. Are you fat shaming me? <laughs> I was not fat shaming you. I was saying someone who just sits there and grunts. <laughs> You're getting you called me I am okay. That's what I deserve for all the all the all the bullying I've done on other oh, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was bullying me on the on another podcast, and then I had to. And how many podcasts did y'all do? Uh, a lot. Too many. Um, yeah. No one even snitch tagged. That was so rude. Oh, I snitch tagged myself. That's the problem. Yeah. I, I texted Jacob. I'm like, you don't have to listen to this podcast. I was a little mean to you. And then yeah, but then Jacob was like, you weren't that bad. But then on on camera, he has a different perspective. <laughs> Wait, I want to ask you guys. The joke. Uh, w- uh, what bender would you guys be? What would you? Firebender. I'd be a firebender for sure. Oh, interesting. I'd be like, a, I, I describe myself as a steaming water bender, like with hot water, <laughs> like, <laughs> I like some sort of like mix of the two. But like, yeah, I feel like I have some water energy, but I also am a fire sign by nature. Uh, mm-hmm. Jacob's an earth sign, though. But he. he I am an air sign, and I. Are just you an think Aquarius? That- no, you're I'm not a Libra. Libra, okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, I feel like Danielle and you are would be like air nomads together. Yeah. I, I guess feel like you and Danielle would be. Oh, Danielle's also kind of like an earthbender. I don't know. We can we can like ask the squad later. Um, 
what everyone is, but uh, Scooby Doo is definitely an Airbender. Um, so I don't know. I think Scooby and Shaggy are Airbenders. I, I think I think Scooby is for sure. Yeah. Um, you but, know, anyway. yeah, actually, yeah, I could see that. But they they are do this whole mirage sequence, and then a bird comes through. I thought this was a falcon the whole movie. Like, I did not think it was a hawk, even though they said it was a hawk. They said it was a hawk like really quickly, but yeah. I guess I don't know birds apart either. Like, I I could. I feel like hawks don't like. I feel like falcons make sense for this area of the world. I don't think maybe. Are let me just do a quick Google search. Are there? hawks in egypt i classify like hawks falcons and like oh there are hawks yeah okay maybe i'm a clown but um i did like amal ali akbar uh that i like i think he was probably my favorite of the side characters oh i just thought it was really funny when they like introduced him and his all of his initials started with a and then shaggy made the joke about triple a because that joke just flew over my head when i was a kid but now when i watched it today i was like oh my god wait this is so funny yeah that yeah. makes sense uh yeah i do like i feel like uh amal is not that hard of a name but whatever these white americans like <laughs> yeah it, it was weird like you don't have to call him by his full name every time like I get that you would not want to call him by his full name and AAA is easier, but Amal is definitely easier Amal than AAA. Is, yeah, Amal is. But, yeah. but I, I do find AAA funny and just yeah. like, it, it, yeah. yeah. He was my favorite side character by far. Like everyone else was kind of annoying at some point, but or like inconsequential. I did like the, I did like the two uh, lackeys of the Amelia of on Butch Lady, but um, I, yeah. I liked him the most. And shout but, out to Horace the Hawk. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of annoying, Amal's about to like tow them and they're about to go uh, meet up and get the Sphinx. And then we meet the worst side character. We meet Rock Rivers, <laughs> who, who just sucks. I did not like him. He was all. awful. And I don't know yeah. if you saw the voice casting, but that man is awful too. And no, we I can did do, not. We can do it in the in the cast section of the movie. But yeah. Uh, he just wants to be Nigel Thornberry but he can't <laughs> i mean you can't be as iconic as nigel yeah. thornberry like some try everyone tries but no one succeeds um my friend was showing me this uh video of nigel thornberry like on inserted into disney scenes so like it's like little little mermaid and then it's, it's like they'll, they'll pan away and then they'll go back and it's nigel thornberry on ariel's face can you send me this <laughs> i will i will ask her to get me the link yeah um because we were showing each other stupid youtube videos and i was showing her uh zoe trying to gaslight elmo with the rock um, <laughs> have i sent you that jacob i don't think so it's so funny i like i it's not just me navi laughed my friend laughed my brother laughed so it's not just me uh that that um likes it uh but yeah, yeah. they meet the host of fear facers rock rivers whose show was recently canceled because he f- doctored footage um also is he not aware that Daphne was a producer on her own sort of like supernatural show? Like she clowned him. This was in a previous movie, uh, the Zombie Island movie, which is another classic. Um, I like vaguely remember that. I have not seen these movies in so long. You were asking for recommendations before the show. That one's one that I would recommend if you wanted to go back and watch that one. Isn't that like your favorite? Or like the that's, one you was the best? That's one of the top ones. Yeah. At the time, it was definitely our favorite. But uh, and since then, uh, the live action Scooby-Doo ones. Oh, you know what you should do? Um, At some point, do like a tier ranking. Like, you know, those. You like, could actually like yeah. make one. 
You should do that with like all the Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah, once we finish, probably. Or like we could take like a stop down at some point and like do them so far. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Because we have something in every tier at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but so uh, Rock Rivers gets canceled because he like has doctored some footage. But like, <laughs> isn't this whole, like all those types of shows, I assume are fake, right? Like, yeah. I would be surprised if all of them are not doctoring footage. Like he said, like, oh yeah, I did it to get good ratings. Like, yeah. good job. You deserve a promotion, not like getting canceled. I think the thing is like, they, I, my assumption is it was probably like Game of Thrones season eight where they had a coffee cup on set. They, it was like something messed up and like yeah. it was on television how they faked the footage. So then they were like, oh, that's why it got yeah. canceled. Cause like all there right. has to be some suspension of disbelief maybe. All I don't right. know. I guess that, that's, that's my, that's my head cannon. Jules, would you ever work in Supernatural TV? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm with Supernatural you. Like, stuff scares me. I like I've never seen a ghost, but like that would yeah. scare me. Do you, Do you believe ghosts are real? I would have to see one to believe it. That's the thing. So like I I I don't have an answer for you. Maybe. I'm also Libra, like I said, and Libras are just very indecisive. So <laughs> I know some people claim to have seen ghosts and, you know, some people believe it, some people don't. I mean, maybe there's like spirits and stuff, but I'd have to see one to actually like. Be like I think oh. there's a ghost that haunts the pop show on set. I will be the ghost that haunts the, the set. So anyways, uh, they, Scooby... Well, so Amal drops him off. He's like, there's no Nile River here because it's dried out, which how can you like, I understand how dams work, but I don't think it's possible to dam the entire Nile River. Like yeah. that thing is giant and powerful and mighty. And why know. wouldn't there be like, you know, news stations, you know, lined up around like the whole river be like, where, where the heck is this water? Where is yeah, it? Right? Like, that, no that's a much inside. better, there's like that, no that's a much better point. Yeah. Like, it didn't seem like, like, yeah, people know that, like, the water's gone, but there's no one there. Yeah, <laughs> there should be, like, a global deserted? story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess there's no Nile, which will come into play later, so that's that's good, I guess. Yeah, this movie um, did have a few, like, plot points that were kind of like, okay, so we have to solve the Nile, we have to solve, like, what's happening with Cleopatra, like, why are these treasure hunters here? Like, there was I a lot going on. That. I that. Yeah. For me, personally, I like that there was just, like, so much going on. Yeah. I do think it helped the plot from, like, lagging. There was, like, only one or two moments that I was like, okay, this plot, this, like, scene is a little draggy, but I think, like, it kept the plot moving along, like, because there was a lot of things to take care of um but we get uh Daphne notices the onk around Velma's neck um and she's like okay here's Omar and they explain the curse but then there's like all this helicopter shenanigans happening and Dr. Amelia Von Butch an archaeologist <laughs> and treasure hunter shows up with her her sidekicks um I think one of them is named Campbell and one of them is named uh Natasha so that's that's her sidekicks, and uh, they go into the Sphinx, and they tell her not to touch the tomb or to deal with the curse, um, and says that everyone who enters gets turned to stone, which we find out later happens. So this was a lot of like setup. So what did you think of all these character introductions, all the Velma scenes? I did like that. Velma was like, "Did you really miss me, or did you miss the Scooby Snacks?" Which, mm -hmm. can't yeah. they buy those like i don't know yeah there's no way that velma's the like the only person that has the scooby snacks like they they're probably sold all over the place 
I did find it like very fitting that of course like Velma would be gone for this long because it's because like she is you know like the scientific nerdy character so like this is like fitting for her and I could see like something cool and interesting like um like this uh kind of like taking up a lot of her time and like the other like group members being like like encouraging her to go to go like on this trip so I thought that was like interesting because like you don't and I mean I don't really think of many of the other movies like they really um are like separated yeah you know? especially for like six months yeah. at a time like they'll have like some random reason for why they go like our favorite my favorite was the pen pals in mexico oh my gosh know. yeah but they, they always find an excuse to go visit whatever place they're going to but this one yeah. felt like logical like they missed their friend velma who was like on a study abroad or whatever yeah. even though i still maintain the are these are postgrads but velma's probably a grad student that's what it is yeah, Velma's just trying to get her PhD. This one felt very real. Like I thought this one had good motivation for why they're why they're like showing yeah. up there. And I think that's a good point. Uh, spe- speaking of people who are showing up, Dr. Amelia von Butch was like serving a look. She was like Laura Croft out there. That's not so- not as attractive though. I don't know. Like it was the, she felt she felt like Laura Croft meets Sue Sylvester. No offense to Jane Lynch. <laughs> Yikes. Well, yeah, no, that, you know who she did remind I mean, me of. So, uh, Jane Lynch, I think, voiced this character in Wreck-It Ralph. The the oh, sorry, Sergeant Calhoun or something. Yeah, the one who's married to uh, uh, Kenneth Parcell, um, or Fix It Felix is the, like uh, yeah. Jack Breyer's character. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, she kind of gives me that vibes. Maybe that's why I thought Sue Sylvester. I I totally see it. Uh, but I do agree. Like the Laura Croft look, mm, that's that's a great look. Very very attractive look but um oh yes it is sergeant calhoun see Jules and i we are a team we we work together um speaking of teams uh jacob how do you feel about the box ghost while i pull up my next set of notes how do i feel about what the box ghost from danny phantom oh from danny phantom <laughs> yeah i don't have as strong of opinions as you and jules clearly have it deserves a lot more glory jules is the only one who like i feel like puts up with my shenanigans on twitter like she's like you're also doing a deep dive on the backyard again at like 2 a.m on a saturday yes did you see the tweet that inspired it though like the that barry jenkins said that he discovered the backyard and then he like all these like people started like clipping their favorite songs no i haven't you're gonna have to share that with yeah. me but Jacob, i know you should, you should send that to zach because i feel like zach's talked about the backyard a few times on in there yeah i should um, yeah i I will say, like, the, the box ghost bit is, like, kind of funny. Like, so, someone is just, like, bumbling and, like, not that good. But when he, like, wakes up and, like, <laughs> enters the Avatar state, <laughs> I feel like the box ghost will fuck some shit up. Like, he's not here to play. He's, like, been bullied all his life. Like, he's gonna fuck these people up. Um, don't play with the box ghost. Um, yeah. So, uh, shout out to Danielle, who loves Danny Phantom as well. Uh, so they're not successful. Von Butch and her team, they're like, we're going to go in, we're going to explode the tomb, which I feel like, as it, so she has a PhD in archaeology. You are not supposed to mess with the, with the artifacts. Like, you can't put a, an explosive and blow up the, the hieroglyphic door. That's, yeah, like, the, illegal. The explosive was, like, a little bit much. I, I, there has to be a way to, like, break in that isn't, like, that destructive. Like, maybe you could, like, break one little piece or something. But exploding the entire room was, like, kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Very much so. 
Um, yeah. Um, and... But then after the explosives happen, it does seem like the curse actually exists because as soon as they go outside, there's a huge sandstorm uh, and it makes it like impossible to go out. And then when they come back in, Omar's now turned into stone. Like this curse seems pretty real. So I have questions. Do you think they like built the stone Omar and Velma, like knowing that they, like they had that prepped or did they like put Omar in the stone and then they like somehow chipped him away like off camera? Well, they did say it was quick drying cement, but I do like in my head canon, I'm going to say they have this already made because if okay. not, then it's just like, it's too quick. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I was like, oh, I thought Omar was involved in some capacity for a while, but then like, I was also like, is Rock Rivers involved? At some point I thought it was just the lackeys, not, not Amelia Bumbush. I never thought it was her. I thought it was yeah, her. I was very confused like what Rock Rivers like role in this was. Cause like- To they annoy always, me and Jacob. Cause they always have like, in, you know, most of the movies they have like, you know, some random like side character, you know, pop up at the beginning or every now and then. And then it's like, you know, them behind it the whole time. So mm-hmm. like low key, low key, there were times really when I was younger because like when I rewatched it like I remembered everything but when I was younger I at times I was like is it is it Rock Rivers like is he yeah. also Rivers isn't competent enough to pull this whole thing that's off. The there's thing. so many moving pieces like you need an entire army of undead people to be like on your side Rock Rivers is like, was, like not even able to fake a tv show yeah and he was like there by himself like I feel like you know yeah. he could have like a team with him if, he, yeah, if, for you're, sure. if you're like a traveling like um so is know. this supposed to be some like bear gorillas type like supernatural show though like not not bear gorillas obviously that's like man versus nature or whatever but like he's a one-man show right yeah yeah i, I guess like, i mean he, he still he needs a crew like, fancy camera yeah oh well true when you think about you know the wild thorn fairies it's really just nigel and marianne so yeah. that's only two people so i guess you can do it for one person yeah. but yeah it just doesn't like when you think about it yeah he doesn't fit the role of like a villain behind it all yeah he doesn't have agatha no um but uh so they yeah omar's turned to stone and despite the curse von butch is like nah i'm going in and fred's like we got to solve this mystery velma's like no you can't you can't it's too dangerous and later we find out that velma's like yeah i just didn't want you to get involved because uh, you could also like I, my thinking is Velma was like don't interfere with this we have a plan and then Fred's like no I need to get involved um, but yeah uh, and then and then there's this whole thing where Scooby and Shaggy are like oh no like we want to like stay back and and guard this body and then or guard this like all fish yeah and then and then Fred's like oh no like let's not split up and then the next thing they do is they split up like not intentionally know, to be fair it's because Scooby and Shaggy you don't know how to keep the pace yeah, but if they want to have them split up, then they don't need to make this excuse. Just split them up. I don't, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, poor Shaggy and Scooby. The one time they didn't want to, they weren't going to get split up. They found them themselves split up somewhere oh, else. I also was going to say, like, they, you know, had like costume changes for all the characters. And at the beginning, they like gave uh, Scooby clothes and they changed up Shaggy's clothes a little bit. And then later on, like, again, Scooby has, you know, just his collar on and then Shaggy's like back in his like usual outfit. And then Freddie and Daphne and yeah, Velma too. They're still dressed in like, you know, Egyptian style. And they don't have backpacks. So where do they get the costumes? Like, I don't know. know. They're they're dressed for the occasion. Shaggy is not. 
why why does he get the pass but like I, that that confused me yeah what well, i think he was wearing flip-flops at one point you can't wear flip-flops in archaeological dig mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i hear you i'm glad that this is what we're making such a strong strong stand about it's like no put shaggy in the right gear yeah yeah well shaggy would have been in danger we gotta we gotta protect those little piggies yeah, we, we gotta, you know, see Shaggy uh, get all, yeah. you know, dressed up for the occasion. I want, yeah. you know, give him some pizzazz. Exactly. Um, but somehow they follow Von Butch, but there's a trap that's set off and Scooby and Shaggy are separated and they're attacked by the army of undead. There's a musical attacked. montage, which I did miss those. Um, I love the musical montage. I thought that was so... I just thought the music was really great. Like, it was really because, yes, it was like... It, gave me like Egyptian vibes like I don't even know what like, Egyptian music would sound like but I would always like yeah think of it was just very fitting but like the guy who was singing was kind of like you know like I've heard his voice before like, I know that like, music you yeah. know like, like mummies rats and, rats and riches like whatever like however that goes so catchy I thought it was also fitting I don't know if y'all remember probably you probably do but um do you remember I forgot what his n- norm the genie from Fairly Odd Parents, when he yes. says, Give me the wand, that song, like, I don't know why, I just thought of that song. They just yeah. sound very familiar. It also sounds like the guy, it kind of sounds like Man with the Hex, like that song. Uh, it kind of like has that vibe as well. Uh, I want to see who sings this song. Uh, Jacob, do you have any thoughts on the music while I Google this? Yeah, I thought that this was like a pretty good song. I thought yeah. that the, like, um, the whole like sequence like went on for a while though like I I had fun watching it at the beginning but it was like oh like they're gonna fall and then they're gonna do this and then all this the one thing that I really did like is all of the things where like they open one door but then they're in the other door and it's like inexplicable how they got between like the different doors but I always love that bit where like the mummy opened one door or one like sarcophagus but then they're in the other sarcophagus so he goes there and then they're in another one I always find that one fun I'm trying to find the music. I'll find it at some point, but we can come back later. Uh, yeah, so they fall down a hole eventually, and Scooby loses his collar, um, which that stressed me out. Anytime someone loses something that's like a belonging in a movie, and then like or in like, some random area. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut go you ahead, off. go ahead. Katara, you know, when she yes. loses her mother's necklace, and who finds it? Zuko. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that but that when really people, it did. <laughs> And you were you were worried for Scooby after that. Like maybe Zuko would have tried to like. Can you imagine games. if Zuko found this this necklace and then just was like, time to take down Scooby Doo. I mean, Scooby Doo would be the Avatar. Let's be real. Like, yeah. are there? So I'm not as familiar with the Coraverse. Are there animals that can be like avatars in the future? No, no animal can be the Avatar. There are like animals that are linked to the avatar so yeah, yeah. has an animal but like but it's... maybe like in evolution like maybe scooby-doo could be the avatar and like if they continue um sure i you know i won't i won't uh you know yuck your yum fine i guess it can happen baby yoda is definitely an avatar oh my okay no no we're not we're not going back to baby yoda i'm over it okay um but so they the, he loses the collar and then uh Let's just follow Scooby and Shaggy for a second. They end up in a whirlpool, um, and wow. again, a random whirlpool. Yeah. <laughs> just chilling. <laughs> yeah, they, they they fall into the whirlpool, and then they end up in this other area of the city, which we will come back to in a bit. But 
going to Velma, Fred, and Daphne, Velma loses her glasses. This was very intentional for me. Like, I was like, this oh. has to be intentional later in, in hindsight. But I go ahead, Jacob. I love that Velma lost her glasses. I've been waiting. I've been doing these Scooby-Doo podcasts with you, and I've been waiting for Velma to lose her glasses because that's, like, one of the things that just always comes to mind. Um, but, yeah, when she uttered that line, she's like, oh, I can't see without my glasses. I was like, yeah, no, you can't. Thank goodness I'm watching this. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> kind of bad because she lost him but i was excited for a second okay i found i found the singer it's joe pizzullo who sings that song apparently his daughter was on the seventh season of the voice sugar jones i watched that season let me let me look her up sugar is this jones. like six connections of kevin bacon or something ah. i don't know sugar jones what did she sing that's what i want to know six degrees of separation right nice. i believe in that i think like everyone is connected somehow yeah, I uh, I've tried to do oh, this she's... before and disprove it, but it's usually pretty hard. Like you can make some like tenuous connections. You're like, yeah, I guess it is six connections. Yeah. Oh, she had some bangers on that season. Like she was, she sang Survivor and Chain of Fools and Love on Top. Okay, we we do stand. Love on Top, great song. Yeah. Um. So that's who sang that song, I think, which is what we're talking about. Uh, very. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, but yeah, so. Jacob, uh, what did you think when Velma was turned to stone? Were you like, is anything is anything fishy here? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit sketchy that they're going to be turned to stone so early in the movie. Like, you know, I like when I was watching and I saw she was turned to stone, I did a little quick little uh, thing with my mouse so I could see how much time was left. And I was like, all right, no, like it's too, it's too early in the movie for this to be a thing. Yeah. Did you think everyone else was going to get turned to stone at some point or no? Like, um, you know, that like trope, I feel like they did it in Teen Titans where like each member of the gang goes missing at some point. Like they like are frozen and, and it's solved. It's the last person who has to solve everything. Or like that episode of Sweet Life in the hotel, uh, the, the like the ghost, like the haunted room. Yeah. That's sweet when they all get uh, taken by like the ghost. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that, that comes up. I don't know. I kind of remembered this one, so I didn't think that everyone was going to, but I'm sure as a kid, like, I definitely thought everyone would. Um, and then it would be, like, left to Scooby and Shaggy to save the day. Yeah. Um, spoilers, they are in contention for my MVP point. I just don't know who yet. Um, they but, do great stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Fred and Daphne go, they're like, we're going to take the Ankh and the, and the journal, so we're going to go look for Scooby and Shaggy. Um, they bump, bump into Rock Rivers and they look around the tome, tomb and they they discover that the necklace is the key to the curse. And uh, at some point, Rock Rivers is like frozen in stone, right? Around here? Uh, I think that happens a bit later, but I don't know. Okay. I, this character is so inconsequential. Yeah. Oh, I gotta say, in terms of like turning people into stone, like if I were, you know, Daphne and Fred and I came across Velma turn into stone i would be a sobbing mess right i wouldn't i would like lose like <laughs> i would just lose my mind i i would like not come back from that i don't know about you but i would also like carry them around i'd be like I this just, is our friend yeah they just like leave like, this if, stone. like where do they expect velma to be like just just chilling there as a stone like i would freak out i would i wouldn't know what to do and like not even a single tear if Dude, Jacob froze, I would A, cry, and then B, carry him around the, the rest of the, the I, pyramid. Yeah, I would try to do that, too. That, that's very that's very kind. Um, Jacob would abandon me. I would not abandon you. 
Maybe I would like uh, do that thing on Google Maps where I'd like put like a, a, a little spot where you are, so I know I could come. You back. think there's Wi-Fi in the pyramids? Um, or data? I can use offline maps. Maybe. Offline maps, Felipe. We could bring Wi-Fi to the pyramids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring Wi-Fi to the pyramids. 2021 campaign. That's it. The Kickstarter. <laughs> Go find me. Yeah, GoFundMe, Wi-Fi at the pyramids. <laughs> That's what we're going to actually do with all the money you when know, we make this podcast. I feel like pe- there would be people out there who will contribute to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that they would, but that's just sad. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then uh, they have all of the, like, this is the part where there are, there's all these locusts, right? Yeah, so Cleopatra releases a swarm of locusts, um, but Fred and Daphne escape. Um, they steal a motorcycle, so do that uh but that's cool uh and that's that's velma's doing right yeah isn't the isn't the locust thing something that's happening in the northeast right now like i keep reading about i thought it was the cicadas wait what oh yeah that's what it is what's going on up here that i'm unaware of (laughs) oh yeah the cicadas that that is a different thing yikes i think you have to tell jules now that you 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 scared her i think it's like aren't they deadly cicadas too Every 17 years, there's just like a bunch of cicadas and they just like make a bunch of noise and then they mate and die. And then they go back underground for 17 years. Oh. Should we go to Scooby and Shaggy now? Yeah, so they're at the Lost City. They're mistaken for the returning pharaoh, Ascubis, and and his lanky manservant. (laughs) So funny, Ascubis. Isn't there like a Tales from Anubis like sort of show or something? (laughs) Anubis, House of Anubis. Yeah. Um, Great show. Yeah, uh, that was that was a show. And then uh, what's Shaggy's name? Shang, sh- uh, sh- uh, Shag, Shagong Common? Uh, Something I, like that. Yeah, I did not pick the Shagong Common. I, I thought that was but, like. A bit how did? How could Scooby and Shaggy recite that back? Like, I would have been like, "Can you repeat that a few times?" Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what my own name is. Can you? Well, like, a Scoobus isn't that hard. No, a Scoobus is fine, but Shaggy, the Shaggy one. Yeah. I thought that Shaggy made his own name. No, they said that there was like a manservant named uh, Shaggy. Something. I thought that was so funny. A manservant. I mean, Shaggy oh. is Scooby Simp. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in the Lost City, they're being honored with a banquet. They uh, Scooby leaves the collar behind that fell back. Um, and later, uh, Horace will find that. Horace the Hawk. But the leader, Hotep, uh, not Yotape, Hotep, um, he explains that the people in the village chose to live like the pharaohs of old. And we see that he sneaks away into his secret chamber saying that they don't remember the sacrifice though. Um, meanwhile, at a local bazaar, which Fred, what the fuck? He says it's a bizarre bazaar. That's not nice. Um, mm-hmm. Don't culturally be insensitive, Frederick. Um, Watch out, Fred. Yeah. Gonna get canceled. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this was between the like two different Middle Eastern movies that we've had. This is by far, in a way, the least offensive. The other one was such. What was the other one? Scooby Doo and Arabian Nights. I don't think I've seen that one. We did a podcast on it. You can. That's one you can skip. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that one was much more offensive. Yeah. Uh, but this one wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, there were probably a few things that like in 2021 wouldn't have been done, but otherwise, I think this was like much less cancelable um but they're so go ahead oh sorry i was gonna say they're at this like this bazaar they're like you know walking around 
And then we see like Von Butch and her sidekicks roll up and use this like sleeping powder, knock them out, and not a single person steps in and stops them. Like these are random people Come on, that are just gonna like knock you out and no one does anything. That was yeah. good thing Amal sad. found them because like triple yeah. A, mm, my homeboy. <laughs> triple A, let's <laughs> go. Pull through triple A. These like randoms are there and they don't like hopefully like i never run into randoms like this like if i ever like passed out because people were like putting sleep spray on me i would hope someone's checked in on me why is it always like you know triple a to just you know pull through at like the right moment like he was there at, with the car like w- at the beginning for transportation and now here he is you know helping daphne and fred but is he just like, the best them? is he stalking them is he tracking them yeah that's fair well, i probably that- alerted him I thought he was a little bit suspicious because he rolls up right as the car breaks down. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you don't have any water. Like you don't have a little bit of water to help them. No, you have to help them with like dragging the camel and then they find him again. I was like, I don't know, Amal, you're a little sketch. Yeah, he was a little sus. See, I think yeah. it was all Horace. Horace alerted him. Horace the hog. Yeah. Clutch. Clutching it out. But yeah, uh, so then I think this is where Horace like shows Scooby's collar and uh Fred and Daphne are like, oh yeah, we gotta go find Scooby, even though like they've been separate for like an entire day. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, they also like Daphne had bought a bag with the onk, and then Von Butch steals the onk from them. That so bothered that, yeah. me so much that she stole the bag. Like whenever like a character Why does she need the bag, just leave the bag without the honk. When a character ha- like has like the possession of something very valuable, and then like the villain, you know, steals it, like you know um like entangled when you know uh whoever steals the crown from what's his face flynn rider that like bo- that bothers me so much because it's like no you're not supposed to have it give it back to the main character yeah yeah I have a swiper no swiping about- oh that's true you must hate swiper i have a funny story about flynn rider so i have a, a baby sibling who's six uh named kennedy queen anytime i say flynn rider she says, no, his name is Eugene. And I'm like, no, he's Flynn Rider. Like I've seen the movie. No, his name is Eugene. And I always get in trouble. She'll like get on my case until I say his name is Eugene. And she like will not let it go. Anyway, yeah. I almost just corrected you right now, Jules. And I was like, you don't, you don't understand that this it is, is like, I know it joke. is Eugene, but I'm sorry. I hate the name. I mean, then again, like he understands too. I don't like the name Eugene. Yeah, no offense to right. anyone who's listening that who's gonna listen to this and be like oh my god like this girl why is she judging my name i can't help being you know having the name eugene so no offense to anyone who's named eugene just change your name to flynn rider not 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 a i feel like flynn is a very popular name that people change their names to in pop culture between like eugene and then walt jr um in breaking bad also changes his name to flynn like people need to be a little more creative with names like flynn isn't isn't all that i don't know yeah i like yeah. flynn yeah i like flynn more than eugene but it's i like finn more than flynn i don't know maybe i'm weird but i watched a lot of glee so yeah flynn is not a great name if you're trying to blend in because it like it does stick out a bit like you should just yeah. be named like jacob know. yes jacob literally everyone would just be like oh yeah that's a good name no one knows like it's, it's just regular is flynn the name of the main character from a uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs maybe mm-hmm. that's gonna take a google search for me yeah i do not know that one off the top of my head i love that movie <laughs> no. though 
the food puns of that movie i think it's cloudy the champ chance of meatballs too but when yeah the, they say there's a leak in the boat and then the leak <gasps> yes, yes that one. So oh it's flint flint ah flint? so close flint which is uh, yeah. i'll give you half what? credit who who names Ricky flint flint michigan <laughs> i was gonna say i mean not anymore yeah that's a terrible <laughs> name yeah um flint yeah. Flynn, Eugene, Finn. I'm not a fan of many of them. Just change your name to Jules or the Bots Ghost. <laughs> we should have a tier list of all the names that we've mentioned at the end of this podcast. Um, yeah. Not, not, to get, not to get too into it, but I am really into just like names. I always think about like what I would name like future kids. There's like a subreddit on, <laughs> yeah, on Reddit, <laughs> Reddit that is literally about like names. And I follow it. I don't know. I just find it needs to be so interesting. How do you feel about the name Rowan? Would you ever name your child no, Rowan? No. 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 You're not the only one who would say no. Do you want to grade my name? How is Jacob? Is it too basic? It's a little basic. Okay, Felipe. What's asking you? <laughs> um, Let's have the name also, expert weigh in. Thank you. I mean, this is gonna bad, this is gonna sound a bit hypocritical, but um, it's J name and J names are toxic. I'm sorry, Jules. What are you talking about? Either you're admitting you're toxic or you're just calling me out. I mean, I'm just trying to call you out because J names are just- Maybe J male names are more toxic than J female names. Yeah, J male (laughs) names are supposed to be very toxic. It's like, you know, a running meme in pop culture. That said, I feel like Jacob is not a Jacob. Like, you don't feel like a Jacob to me. I know your name is Jacob, but I feel like you're- that's like yeah. not a name that like I would pick for you if I got if you had. What no would you name. like to? What would you like to change my name to? Um, I mean, I I would need more thought to consider. I feel like you can get not Eustis, not Eustis. That's a name that came to mind. No, <laughs> not Eustis. Um, all right, you you all maybe can like name, a, name me later. Maybe like in Oliver. I don't know. Oliver, Robin. Like, is know. that is it Oliver? Is that the like? I don't know. I think that's Newsies. Never mind. I was about to start singing a musical, but that's not even the right musical. Let's I move on. You being a Nick? No, Nick. Nick is a toxic name, also, but also maybe just like complaining that was. I him. guess Jules just thinks I'm toxic, though. That's fine. <laughs> no, Jacob's I'm thinking not of Nick Miller. Great character. A little toxic, uh, though. <laughs> a little, a little toxic. That's fine. That's, I mean, he's a Jake, a, but you don't. That's work an okay. For level of toxic. I think Jacob works more than Jake for you. Oh yeah, I'm not a Jake. People call you Jake, and I'm like, what? They do. Um, a few times I've heard you refer to it as Wiggler Jake. used to. Yeah, and then you were like, no, please not. <laughs> well, I don't really care that much. I guess. Yeah, I could see you as like a Nate. Nate. Yeah. Um, it's like a boring name. I see more of more of a Nathan than a Nate. A Nathan. Uh, yeah, I could go for Nathan. Maybe like a Brendan, Nathaniel. No, not Brendan. I. No. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't like that. Jeremy. No, that's another J name. Jeremy? Jeremy. I only think of Jeremy from Vinny's and <laughs> Ooh, Vincent. I could see Jacob as a Vincent. Vincent. Wow. All right. Not this Vince. Vincent. Sound off in the comment what name Jacob should be. I don't like the name Vince, but I love the name Vincent. Yeah. What about Vinny? Oh, what about the name Addison? I want to name no, my kid mm-mm. Addison so nope. bad. No, Jacob. Addison no, Ray. I, I don't care, Felipe. I'm naming my kid Addison. I'm not letting anyone. Uh, Is it if it's a girl? I like Addison. If it's a boy, I don't like the new Addison. Yeah, agree. Uh, yeah. What about? Hmm, I'm trying to think. Uh, 
Mateo. No. <laughs> no, you're that not a Mateo. quite a reaction. Trigger, trigger. <laughs> Moises, Moises Arius. That's your new Wait, name. Wait, I want to hear the Mateo reaction. <laughs> I had a thing with a guy named Mateo for like five years and, and throughout middle school and high school for like five years. I'm so Uh-oh. sorry. <laughs> It was like so, so stupid. So stupid. No, wait, what am I talking about? I have it right here. Jacob is a perfect Tom. Tommy. Tom. Tommy, maybe. Not Tommy. Yes. I guess you think it's What Tom. about Timmy? No, not Timmy. Timmy. Timmy, I always associate with like nerds. You don't seem like that. You're more chill. Jacob's I appreciate that. I am definitely a nerd, but I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. No, what I about don't... Jed? Jedson. Jed, oh, I no. wish. I mean, again, I'm, that's I'm, a toxic J name, though. Okay, I'm Bethel. A, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a what about Bethel? <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm a, you guys have not seen The Bachelor, or I mean, Bachelor. oh, I, I'm aware. Very little. I was, I was thinking of another reality TV Jed, but oh, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, you know, Jed. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, no, he's a toxic J name. Mm. No. So in Scooby Doo, <laughs> uh, what I about think... Norman? Or Norman Norville Norville what isn't Shaggy's real name what Norville? What are you talking about? Shaggy's oh, real yes. name is Norville. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you're getting back Shaggy? to Scooby. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, the I, Horace I, goes I, to look for it. Oh, Horace, there it is. Horace, Horace goes to find Scooby and Shaggy. Um, Hotep tries to feed Shaggy and Scooby to the Spirit of the Sand, which is a robot when it falls into the river. Um, Wait, meanwhile, Spirit of the Sand, the scorpion thing. Yeah, that's called the Spirit oh, of the Sand. I miss that name entirely. Oops. It's in the Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> you think I, I picked up on that? No. Okay. Um, this but, thing was scary, though. This is like, this Spirit of the Sand thing, if that's what it's called, was terrifying. It was like a gigantic scorpion. Yeah. I don't know. Something about scorpions are just very creepy. The way that their bodies move, I'm just not about it. Scorpions, yeah. Scorpios. Anyway. Speaking of toxic, <laughs> <laughs> um, this they like somehow Shaggy and Scooby like have this thing follow it around, and then it accidentally falls into the river. And then as soon as it falls into the river, it just like starts short circuiting. Uh, like, apparently, Hotep, this thing cannot touch any water. Hotep, <laughs> if you're gonna control it, you at least need to learn how to control, like steer it not into the water. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> like we find out that this uh instead of being hotep this is like some brilliant like uh what is it engineer armin granger a brilliant civil engineer who's been illegally damming the nile river also yeah so like some genius person who doesn't understand like this robot can't get wet you know who should he should have called he should have called snooki from the last movie (laughs) Uh, i thought you were gonna say uh triple a so that they could get uh, some water I thought, the, say, I, thought, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say Snooky Polizzi. <laughs> no. Oh, actually. Oh, never mind. What were you gonna say? Jersey Shore related, please. please no, 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 no. It's it was it was wrong. Anyway, um. <laughs> so this this was a funny thing because like this Hotep character is like such a B plot, like barely in the movie a at all. B plot. Like, this was a J plot. So random. J plot. Toxic. Um, so yeah this like random ass plot line gives the line like oh I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you kids because we're at the end of the movie we're gonna have to like side with the bad guys so they can't give that line anyway I thought this was like a little bit of a weird way to shoehorn that in agreed 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 um 
but yeah, Hotep is off to jail, um, aka Armin Granger. Um, Daphne and has to break the news to Scooby and Shaggy that Velma has been turned to stone, and Scooby and Shaggy are so upset. See, they have the proper reaction, right, Jules? Yeah. See, they Closer. understand. I'm not like I. If I die, Felipe, you have to like wear. I will cry for a week. You have to like cry. You have to like I don't know. You have to do a lot of things. Let's be real, um, because I do uh, have some left-handed tendencies in terms of like certain mm-hmm. sports. Like, I will probably die before you, as you have you stated on the last podcast that left-handed yeah. people die before you. Yep. Yeah. Um, Is that I, Jules? What? Is that like a fact or something that left-handed people usually die? Uh, I do think it is. I used to, so my sister's left-handed and I used to tell her- Different sister. He doesn't bully a six-year-old. Oh yeah, I don't bully <laughs> a six-year-old. Well, I I used to bully this other sister when she was six, but I don't bully <laughs> the six-year-old now. Uh, I used to tell my sister Grace all the time that I would outlive her because she's left-handed and left-handed people die before. Right I feel now. like I've heard that, like one of those like random mass facts. Yeah. yeah. And I, I am- switchy it just depends on the skills but like i probably have more left-handed skills than jacob does i have you do everything all... with your right hand jacob um is there anything you do with your left hand i don't think so. i mean or like, like left-sided in terms of like goofy footed um no i mean i'm not very good at kicking a soccer ball so like i think i'd be equally as good with both feet but it's not like i'm good with my left foot i thought of a name for jacob max Max. Yeah, Max maybe I'm inspired by the Goofy Ruby movie. Ruby Is that a- okay. Max? <laughs> Max I'll take it. Yeah. Well, well, we need more. Um, we need more sample size. I we'll find a maybe that can be a podcast. Find Jacob a new name. Steve. Just so that I don't have Steve? a talking name. Or the. Steve. Okay. Steve. What about Steve. Stefan? Stefan. Yeah. I feel like that's too cool for me. I can't pull off Stefan. Brian. I just don't like the name Brian. I just think and I just think of brain. <laughs> yeah. Troy. I, I like I am embarrassed okay. at the last time I misspelled Brian Brain. I feel bad saying that because one of my closest friends is named Brian. I'm like, I hope he never knows of my opinion. What about Miguel? Maya. And says Jacob who voted that out in the first round. Oh my gosh. Okay. Jules, that's a good podcast. You should listen to the theme song bracket if you haven't listened to that. Oh my god, I wish I sent him my thing. It's all good. I had it. I had my I still have my whole rankings. I think did you send it to me if you haven't? You need to send it. No, don't tell Jacob. He's gonna drag you if it's not what he likes. (laughs) He'll drag you if I don't like it. Also, Clifford Puppy Days is so good. I put that on Jacob's birthday playlist. Yep. Um, uh, Love makes little things grow. The Clifford Puppy Days theme song. I thought it was gonna be trash, but I listened to it, uh, <laughs> and I was just like enamored. I love it. Yeah, Clifford. There we go. That's Jacob's name, Cliff. Cliff. Nah. Yeah. All wow. right. Um, so back to Scooby Doo. Uh, I Elias. don't remember where we were, so okay. you're really gonna need to help me, Felipe. Okay. So the gang comes up with a plan because with uh, using Amal's help and Fred, Shaggy, Scooby, they enter the tomb. They discover Rock Rivers, who is a stone. Okay, that's where we are. Um, Von Butch gets kidnapped by the mummies, and Shaggy and Scooby disguise themselves as mummies. That those were words. They disguise themselves as mummies 
to sneak in. They're soon discovered. So they like get get to the top. So Cleopatra arrives, turns Von Butcher's minions to stone. Fred signals Daphne, who is dressed as Cleopatra, is in costume on a boat. They like Scooby and Shaggy hit a gong at some point. This is like one of those like last act yeah, shenanigans. Where, where did they get all this stuff? Where did they get that huge ass magnet? I don't know. Plot holes. Yeah, yeah th- this this was like uh, this one felt chaotic because like we have Scooby and Shaggy becoming mummies. I still don't understand why they needed to do that. Like they could have just snuck around. We have like a second Cleopatra that doesn't make sense. We people Third one too later. Stone. Like all of these things were just like, what? Like I, I was a little bit lost. Yeah, this was probably the point of the movie where I was like, is there a chance that it's like Campbell and Natasha using um, Amelia to get to them? And I was like, what if like Natasha is Cleopatra's long lost granddaughter or something? No, that was like- oh, That's some big brain stuff. Big brain. But then at the end, I was like, it's probably Omar and someone else. I didn't think of it. I was like, Omar, maybe Rock. I don't know. They might be in cahoots. I didn't think Velma was involved. I thought- I, I'm, I'm dumb but uh yeah so the, there's a lot of shenanigans there's like this is like big like raiders of the lost art like the tomb the booby traps are all exploding there's like the river they get in the boat um and all the things start washing into the river with like all the treasures and stuff um at one point amelia is like i will never steal again i will never pirate from people again um but yeah anything oh, yeah. from like this whole sequence where uh before we get to the reveal yes the funniest joke of this uh this movie was when scooby and shaggy are like is it the monster paddling piece away what is it the monster piece theater uh no the, they're like paddling away they look behind them and they see see cleopatra who's also in the boat paddling, <laughs> yeah, and they're like boat. quick she's right behind us and i was like oh my gosh shaggy had some good so lines lovable. this movie yeah he did. Yeah. I thought Shaggy had some really good lines. This movie. Big pun energy. Yeah. Like lots of puns. Um, anyway. Like I thought the humor was pretty funny. But then yeah. again, I have like such a childish humor. Like this is. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to Kate, whose favorite joke in all the Scooby-Doo movies that we had talked about before she stepped away from the podcast, which was um, Scooby picking up the phone. And he's like, I got to make a call. And uh, no, Shaggy has a, the phone in his hand. He's like, I got to make a call. And Shaggy's like, which call? He's like, this one. And he just turns and he cups his hand. He's like, help. <laughs> like, <laughs> so stupid, but so lovable. Um, yeah. So this this was like a fun little thing. They like uh, they have the entire Nile River come back and get water. Uh, they have every all like all of this hidden treasure is now in the water. That like, little girl who jumped into the river would have been f- washed away. Like I'm sorry, that was not. I was so bothered that like all these like riches just like you know got floated away with the river. Yeah, that's one way to do stimulus. <laughs> Me going to the to the closest river, jumping in, looking for treasure. <laughs> Jacob, that's what I'm doing. We, we'll take a road trip to Lake Erie, or right. whatever the closest lake. Lake Michigan. Is. Lake Michigan. Okay. Um, it's actually pretty close. Jules, you can come with. Yeah, well, Jacob, where are you located right now? Uh, Chicago. 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 Go Chicago. Bears. Go Bears. No, you're a Bears fan. No. What's your football team? I know you're a Cubs uh, fan. The Saints. The New Orleans Saints. My dad. Okay. Did he grow up in Louisiana? Nope. He grew mm-hmm. up in Indiana? Uh, nope. He Texas? grew up in Texas, yep. Okay. 
yeah would be like my whole life story or is this i mean if you have the time i'm curious what's your basketball team uh my basketball team's the pacers because i was born in indiana okay and then what's your what's your uh hockey team i could not care less okay you can come to the bruins fine no i can't work for boston sports boston sports is more toxic than a j male name that's yeah did you ever go to a hockey game at bu I have, but I just, the sports team, the sports team energy here is way too toxic. Yeah. No, um, so toxic. not going to lie. I, also I think it was my stuff. sophomore year. I, I sold my hockey tickets for uh, like my hockey, like student hockey thing for like more dining points. <laughs> I also just hate the Red Sox. And I, that's like the one thing I hate the most being here. Oh, wow. There's no games. <laughs> This is coming from a New Yorker. Of course, okay. we have to, of course, I have to hate the Red Sox. I okay, see, the Red Sox, like, that. I remember uh, I went to the Common. I was like, I, I started walking to the Common when they won. I was like, because I lived in Miles, so that was, like, right next to Fenway. I was like, okay, I'll go out. And then I, like, I followed the road. And at one point, I was like, why am I going there? There's going to be a lot of messy drunk people. And I, like, turned around, went to 7-Eleven, got, like, um, got, like, one of those, like, what are those called? The, the taquitos um i got one of those and then i listened to my natalie cole podcast or whatever or they were talking about natalie cole i forget who was on it but i remember standing natalie cole in that moment um i think it might have been bradley whatever jacob could be a bradley no no i think jacob could be uh james see, but that's a I talk see, i could see bradley has anyone ever said you kind of look like zach efron uh, like no. certain points i don't know i was watching high school music i'm like this could have been that- viral picture of Zac Efron that came out like a week ago or something no mm-hmm. which looks, one he just looks very different in like the jaw oh yeah he had jaw surgery yeah like people were like calling him out like saying Botox and stuff but like didn't he like get injured or something yeah he, he had his jaw wired shut at one point yeah so like I could like, see him having to you know get some like reconstruction done if he like broke his jaw and stuff but people were like attacking him saying that he like purposely restructured his face and now he looks so like fake and stuff and I'm like no stop it judging does people. look a little fake I mean yeah but like if his reasoning was you know he got injured and he was just trying to you know fix himself up like that's just yeah Jules I did a whole podcast on the first high school musical you would love it um I I did it with... all your yeah podcasts. I'll send it to you when it drops it hasn't dropped yet and I also got to listen to the one where y'all rank the um, theme songs because yeah. I got so invested in that. I just forgot to send you my list and I'm yes. so annoyed about that. It's all good. It's all good. You were like, your list would have just been like to like put them in order, like how we like determined which wins because we did a bracket. Um, yeah, maybe I mean, if, I still have like. Maybe you could have saved Clifford's p- Puppy Days if you had just sent your list, but it's okay. It definitely would not be Clifford's Puppy Days, but. Dude, Clifford's Puppy Days is an absolute bop. Yeah. Okay, wait, not to get too off topic, but I didn't watch Corey in the House so much, but I think that's just one of the best theme songs I've ever heard. Let me I think it's it. so good. It made it past the first round, but then it got, Bo- uh, Pokemon beat it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, think no, I, I don't really care much for Pokemon. I mean, yes, it slapped, but like, I think Corey in the House just really went off. Yes, it Corey did. in the House is fun, but I feel like Pokemon is like something I would listen to. It's like much more iconic. So I'll stand by that one. Yeah, you can you can at Jacob for all the the bad opinions on that podcast, specifically him. Wait, so uh, for your ranking or like for the bracket, like who won ultimately? Was it Clifford? It was Hannah Montana. <gasps> Wait, that was your top one. That one, yeah. That's my top. 
Yay. So you didn't even have to send your li list in. It, it won anyways. Hannah Montana is my favorite by yes. far. Jacob didn't vote for it in the final yeah. round. He voted, voted it for Wizards, us. which is like oh. also a great one. Wait, well, we're like the runners up. Wizards of Waverly Place was second. I don't like that theme song so much. Wow. That might be a hot take, but no, you listen to the podcast. You people are on your side. I mean, for me personally, I not to get into it, but Hannah Montana, Kim Possible, Danny Phantom, Drake, and Josh. I think those are like the top few for me. Um, I also just how do you feel about Between the Lines, though? That's the real question. Eh, I mean, I used to watch the show, but like the song doesn't do it for me. Okay. I also really wow. like um H2O just add water. Thank I you. Thank you. I stumped for that one so hard I, top top song i love it thank you speaking of uh being a, a hot water bender like um because i feel like that was one of them like they could emma no no ricky, ricky. yeah um but anyway i got out the water yeah. <laughs> i can't do that meme um who is the uh, the woman who played uh i forget oh she brie larson was dating some band guy and then they broke up, and now the lead singer of that band is dating the woman who played uh, Phoebe. That's that's I don't remember his name though, but Amy that's... Tongan. Oh, wasn't didn't she date the guy from um? You just continue with the podcast. Yeah. I know. So I know Velma, they Scooby starts <laughs> licking Velma's face or Cleopatra's face, and then they explain that she planned the whole thing along with Prince Omar and his workers to scare away the treasure hunters. They made cement copies of themselves to pass out the victims of the curse. Um, and Von Butch and her team were arrested and taken to prison. And Velma apologizes for keeping this secret. Um, and she did it to protect them, feeling that it was too dangerous to include them. And then later, they restore the Sphinx. It's finally completed. Shaggy fires a jumbo-sized firecracker, and it hits the Sphinx's nose, which once again falls off. And Omar says that the Sphinx looks better that way. They laugh. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. The end of the movie. Any final thoughts from that whole like reveal uh, sequence? Um, no, not, I think I have some thoughts when we get to the LVP point, but okay. that's, yeah. that's about that. Yeah, Jules, do you have any final thoughts on the plot before we get into our regular scheduled shenanigans? Mm. Nah, yeah, I think this was a fun movie. I don't know if it's the best one we've seen, but it's definitely not the worst by any means. I mean, like, for me, this is a very nostalgic one and yeah. Yeah, I, I all for me personally, I just was always like fascinated by like riches and rubies and stuff. So like the image of like the, the Ankh or whatever just like lives in my mind rent free whenever yeah. I think of this movie. So. Love the Ankh. It was very pretty. Um I, I wish they did more. I wish they had done the the title logo in like in the first one where it was like Hannah Barrera presents. I wish they had kept it like Scooby Doo and Where's My You keep mentioning the title logo. Like, I did not think too much into that. Like, that. Like, I, I I'm a big, remember. I love seeing the logos. Of I don't remember projects. what it looks like. We talk about it. Yeah, we love the title sequence here. Yeah. I'm a big, like, fan of like what people, like, creatives, like, shout out to the graphic designers and the, mm -hmm. the animators who do, do that fun stuff. But quickly, let's talk about the voice cast Frank Welker as Fred and Scooby Doo, Casey Kasem as Shaggy, Mindy Cohn as Velma. Great Delisle as Daphne mm. and Natasha. Love her. She's in like everything. everything. She's Icky Vicky. Yeah. yeah, her and um, um, Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Top yeah. Top. They, they carry the, vo the voice acting industry. We the love them. Guys. Yeah. Uh, Christine Baranski as Amelia Von Butch. AJ uh, Naidu um, 
as Prince Omar. I might have mispronounced. It might be Ajay. Um, apologies if I did. Uh, Ron Perlman as Armin Granger, aka Hotep slash Ancient One Number Two. The canceled Jeremy Piven as Rock Rivers. Uh, that's who voiced him. Another reason to dislike Rock Rivers. Uh, Winton Marsalis as Campbell. Oded Fair as Amal Ali Akbar and Virginia Madsen as Cleopatra. Um, and that's the voice cast. And then shout out to the music quickly. Uh, Mummies, Rags and Riches, written by Thomas Chase, lyrics by Thomas Chase and Joe Sichta, performed by Joe Pizzullo. I don't think he's related to Tommy. Uh, Which Curse is Worse, written by Thomas Chase, lyrics by Thomas Chase and Joe Sichta, and then performed by Bobette Jamison Harrison and Molly Pasuti. And then Pharaoh's Rag, written and produced by Thomas Chase. Anyways, so let's get into our culprit game first. That's what we usually do here. Um, One second, uh, just quickly, and feel free to cut this if you want to. But I think Ron Perlman, he was he was Hotep. Is that what you said? Yeah. He has like one of the most punchable faces I've ever seen. Do you agree? Let me look this up. Ron. This is like something I've said for so long, but like. Yep. Agreed. Okay. I just want to feel validated. He looks like a Trump supporter. I would never actually want to like hit anyone, but he looks like a Trump supporter. I'm sorry. Why when I Google image search him, photos of a canceled, disgraced Hollywood producer shows up. And I am concerned that he's even more punchable now. Yikes. Um, yeah. Uh anyway, we can get anyways, to the culprit game. Culprit game. So what are we saying? Are we saying Velma, um, Omar? And the uh, rock, is that who the culprits were? Is that what we're saying? Rock? What did rock do? He was involved with them at some point. Like he like helped. Uh, should we just say like Omar and Velma? Omar and Velma, yeah. Omar and Velma. I said Omar. Um uh, that was like kind of my <laughs> final guess. Well, wait, I'd like to say one thing. So you said cancel Hollywood producer, and I wanted to see where the picture was. It's because Ron Perlman once pissed on his hands before shaking hands with this canceled Hollywood producer. Oh, so we can we can we don't we <laughs> so, don't hate him. It's actually hilarious. Was it intentional or was it like like yes. because this person sucks? Uh, yeah, he said he was about to meet him uh, and he knew he was going to shake his hand. So he went into the men's room and peed on all of his hands and went straight up to him on the receiving line. Anyway, well, that's kind sorry. of iconic. Yeah. Um, maybe he's not a Trump supporter. Maybe I spoke too soon. Yeah. Well, he's in Sons of Anarchy, and in that, in that like show, like I, I just anyway. Yeah. Have to keep Never here. seen that show. Yeah. Is it? Am I missing out, or is it like if I miss it, no. it's not that great? Okay. Um. Anyways, I said Omar. Um. That I I thought it was Omar. Uh. That was like my biggest house. I didn't really think it was anyone else at parts. I thought it was. Uh. I thought it could have been. Natasha or Campbell at different parts. I thought it could have been uh, Rock, but at the end of the day, I was like, Omar is like doing this. It's like very similar to like Manu and Snooki. I just didn't understand the purpose. Jacob, yeah, what did you say? Oh, oh go ahead, Jules. Go ahead, I was Jules. just going to say like, yeah, Omar, I could totally see it be him. And then at times it was like, what is the point of having, you know, Rock Rivers in this? And again, triple A, low-key sus, like why why did he show up at like you know the right times but yeah omar so omar was your guess as well i mean maybe it's just like re-watching this like i already yeah. knew okay plot. whatever yeah. we'll give you the point 
Yeah, I, I definitely thought Omar. Um, okay. Like, you know, you're not going to show up and like uh, be like, I don't know, kind of important to care about the like preservation of the Sphinx and then like go away a third into the movie and not like come back at the end. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so here we go. So that leaves everyone to go up a point. So I have 19 points. Jacob has, Jacob and Kate combined have um, 18 points. And then Jules brings the, the guest score to 18 as well. So uh, where it's very tight right now and we still have a lot to go. So anyone's games. Next up, we have the MVPs and the LVPs. Jules, as our guest, you want to go first. So or do you want to go first with the LVPs while Jacob and I go first with the MVPs so you kind of understand what we're talking about? Okay. I, I, I don't know. Like, I want to hear what you guys think and like your reasoning because I'm kind of like... Mm. Sounds good. Jacob, do you want to go first with your MVP and then I can go first with the LVP? Yeah, so I think my MVP is going to be the Pharaoh himself. I'm giving it to Scooby-Doo. I felt like Scooby multiple points was, you know, like pushing the like mystery forward. Like he was the one figuring stuff out. Um, there are times where like Scooby, like uh, Scooby and Shaggy together, like, the, yeah, they were together the whole time. So like separating them is a bit hard, but I'm giving to Scooby. Uh, yeah. Scooby, like as they were going together, they got that like spirit of the sands thing into the water. Um, I felt like they did a good job. Like in the final sequence, I felt like Scooby-Doo was, was uh, holding his own. Yeah, I was between the two. So then I'll split the difference. I'll give it to Shaggy. Um, and then headcanon wise, well, I'll bump it up because Scooby got discovered as a mummy. Shaggy did not. That's like the easy like solution. I think they were the two of them were MVPs together. And it was hard for me to split the difference. And I was just going to be like, I'll see what Jacob does. And then uh, so Shaggy is now tied for the most amount of MVPs with Scooby for me with five apiece. Uh, meanwhile, Scooby takes the lead uh, with another point for Jacob with three. Um, Jules, do you want to do your MVP or do you want us to do our LVPs yeah, and then you can do maybe, both together? Like after seeing your points, like I obviously, well, I clearly do not think Daphne or Fred did much as the others. Um, I would, I, like, I do feel like it's a toss up between Shaggy and Scooby because like they were together most of the time. Maybe I'll give it to Scooby because, you know, when they're in the boat, he's the one who sniffs out Velma and he realizes that that's true yeah so, so that's know, true scooby hey. gets your mvp point the first mvp point from the guests to scooby-doo um so the guests have never given the only person who has yet to receive an mvp point from the guests is fred now that scooby has one even keep scrappy has a guest mvp point keep it that way don't give fred a point ever no um, maybe I'll try to I'll try to speak to AJ. You know he's gonna pick Fred just to be chaotic. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. AJ can't. AJ has the exception. Um, um, I think the LVP is clear for me at least. The LVP is the person that was not there the entire time, never helped with the mystery. In fact, was actually contributing to the whole like the whole thing. Like Velma. Yeah. Agreed. Your LVP point. Yeah, yeah. No, Velma was causing the chaos like that in itself d demerits her and gives her my lvp as well jules are you are you sweeping I, or do you have a second opinion no i i think she definitely because she was behind it all i mean i think her reasoning was very clever like i understand you know who would expect them to be behind it all so i thought that was clever but like you did it to your own friends <laughs> you fooled yeah. them jacob and the guests have both now given velma their first respective lvp points so now Velma has an LVP point on the board, which is 
a new new thing for Velma. She got she swept it. She is now six points. Now the person with the least LVP points is Daphne, um, with Scrappy and Scooby both having five. So Velma ha- ha- is in third place of the LVPs. Which Wait, is who wild. has the most? Uh, the most is Fred. By, Fred. Yeah, Fred has nineteen. Shaggy has thirteen. <laughs> It's and Fred wasn't Fred. even Fred. in half the movies like that we watch, or like I guess at this point Fred is like catching up because and Daphne's in last. Daphne has the least amount of LVP points, but she has the most. Daphne LVP. never messes up that much. Yeah, Daphne <laughs> has. Oh, she's always the one who's being like you know snatched and taken away. Like you dumbass, like, you always get like. <laughs> we haven't we haven't gotten to that arc of Daphne yet. Uh, but yeah, Daphne has nine MVP total points. I love her. LVPs. She's my favorite character, but like, girl, like this is a repeating um, issue for you. Yeah. Get some pepper See, spray. Velma, I don't know. Velma's my favorite character, but also Velma just did so bad this episode. Like Velma's got to get the LVP. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby's my favorite character, but in terms of the humans, it's Daphne. So yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out. To, I did give Jules a column for triple A and the camels um, because I feel like he deserves some love in the, in the bonus guest MVP. Um, Anyways, now we got our scores, which is our final thing to do in this podcast. Um, so, Jacob, do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Yeah. I am just looking at my previous scores. I don't think this is on the same level as Zombie Island and uh, Cyber Chase and Aloha. So I think it's at least a 4.25. That said, I think I would give it a 4.25, but if... Uh, compared to my other 4.25, which is currently Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, I think this would be below it. But I think 4.25 is a solid grade for this movie. I think it's slightly better than The Witch's Ghost. I think there were more funny, funny lines. Um, and that's why I'm giving it a 4.25. Jacob, what about you? Yeah, I think this is a good one. I like had fun the whole time I was watching it. I think this is about the same as The Monsters of Mexico, uh, which I gave that a 4. So I will be giving this one a four as well. I think it is, yeah, I think this is like above average Scooby-Doo. Okay, now Jules, what do you want to give it as the guest? You can you can, you can, can do whatever you want. We have had people tank a, a movie, because, give it 0.25 because it was that bad to them, even though they signed up to do that episode, even though it's like not objectively the worst in my opinion. <laughs> um, and this was an iconic move by her, but you could also like, if this is your favorite movie, you can give it a five. You can do whatever you want. You have full control as our guest. Yeah, um, it's funny that you say 4.25 and uh, four, because I, I'm like, I'm, I'm in between those two yeah. scores specifically. Cause again, not my favorite. Cause I really like, you know, Cyber Chase and yeah. Monsters Unleashed. Like a few of those I know are like better, but because I haven't seen those in such a long time, I don't really know what to compare this to. So I think I might just settle for a four. Okay. Because I think there are others that are better. Yeah. Um, so with that, the total is 4.08, which is probably, it's it's up there in the upper echelons. Uh, it might be yeah. second, actually. I, th- I think no, it's, it's not fourth second. best it's one. Fourth best, yeah. Because uh, uh, we have- Which ones have the highest- uh, so we have a 4.5, which is uh, Scooby-Doo, the first live action, um, despite Kate trying to tank the score. Um, and then uh, 4.375 was Monster of Mexico. So this is not as high as that. Uh, Zombie Island is a 4.44. 4. 
and which is ghost is a solid four so this is above that one so yeah i think this is oh, in fourth and, place. and cyber chase so this is actually fifth cyber chase is a 4.16 and this is a 4.03 so this is fifth place okay because yeah. i think yeah cyber chase is so much better than this one in my opinion yeah i think yeah. that might be like my favorite but monsters or no no um the the mexico one is that the one like the chupacabra yeah because daphne gets kidnapped in that one yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. See, I, I used to confuse those two because they go in the pyramids in that one too. It's just like the, the pyramids of Mexico. Um, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, do we have any final thoughts on this movie? I miss these movies. Yes. Feel free to watch more like and listen to the podcast and then you can come back on uh, whenever you want. Uh, we I have would some... like to. Yes. Because I know definitely... you cover like other things as well yeah and yeah we got to get you talking about a decom at some point too um mm. yes uh maybe the sweet life movie since you're so you have so much sweet life inside these days but yeah, yeah so I, Jules, I mean like, i binge watched the whole series before this uh, again congratulations on graduating college where can people keep up with you and celebrate your big achievement if you want people to follow you on social media if not that's fine i'm fine with people following me um Probably on my Twitter because I feel like I'm a bit unhinged there. But Aren't my Insta, my Insta at J U L dot B A R R Y, Joel Barry, that's me. Yeah. That's really it. One day I'll be famous and rich. Are you and on you TikTok? Talk with me like the Kardashians, but yeah. what was that? Are you on the TikTok? I am, but I don't make anything. Okay. I You're more like, of a lurker. Yeah, I'm a lurker. Yeah. Um, Jacob. Mr. In the Dark, <laughs> um, where can people follow you? You were in the dark. I don't know. Uh, I was just leaning back a little bit. The, the yeah. lighting in this room is weird. Anyway, you can follow me at uh, on Twitter at JK Redman. Um, I'm on all social media there, but I don't really post a ton. You can also You're a retweeter. Listen. Yeah, I am a retweeter. You can listen to Aang in there, the official Avatar The Last Airbender rewatch podcast with me and Zach breaking down Avatar. We are about to record the library episode, which is something that haunts my nightmares. So that, that episode used to freak me out. It's so scary. It's like can, legitimately uh, scary. Can I submit a question um, on air? Can you write this down? Yeah. Um, does this episode also make you all want to go to planetariums again? That's, that's uh, my question. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> I really want to go to a planetarium. I feel like I fuck with planetariums now after that episode. I want to go to a desert, but like... <laughs> yeah. not... maybe joshua tree when we're in la together we can go yeah yeah I, wanted... that was, I was gonna do that on spring break but then Ms. what Rona, were we gonna do on spring break last what? year go to joshua tree with some friends but then miss rona showed up yeah i'll go to la so bad bro yes let's go let's go um anyways anyway, uh, felipe where can people find you you can follow my main at what the fleep on Twitter. You can also follow what you doing, our Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast at what you doing pod. We just had a great episode, which touched on Tommy this week. It's just going to be the three of us. We talked about Phineas and Ferb get busted. We had two questions by this person in the corner of my screen, Jacob. He asked a few different questions for us. Um, we also have Brazilian dragon podcast. We talked about Eddie's million dollar cook-off, which released today, an iconic movie. Um, some weird recipe choices. Uh, but we don't have to talk about that. And then I had a big week. I was on community building, which drops on Tuesdays. Ta hear me talk about interpretive dance, the season one, episode 14 of community uh, with the great Jess and Josh Wiggler, um, former guest of the podcast, Jess Sterling. 
Um, and then on RHAP, I was on Robin Akivanita podcast talking about High School Musical. And it was a great time, had a lot of fun. Um, and so, yeah, I just did a lot of talking about Troys who have a secret passion of dancing and musical theater this week on different podcasts. Uh, <laughs> and otherwise, if you got to the end of this podcast, uh, what's what should people hashtag? Uh, onk Onk, A-H-N-K-H-H-N-K. Also send us your suggestions for Jacob's new name. I'm also thinking maybe James, but I know he's a friend named James. Um, this is going to bother me. I'm going to have to like, I'm just going to send random names to Jacob with over the next few days. Be like, what about this name? Um, Perfect. Yeah. Uh, what about Tashawn? I don't know if you can rock it, but you should. I don't think... Ty. What about Ty? Just Ty. Um, T-Y. No. I don't Name yourself like after an icon. Me. Yeah. Okay. Um, it does not fit you probably. Uh, yeah. Troy, maybe. I think Troy. Troy could be a name for you. Okay. We'll, we'll keep workshopping. Yeah. People well, can write in, but until Liam, then. Liam. Liam, okay, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. Send us your suggestions and also, yeah, follow, follow us all. Um, until next time. Oh, before we go, our next Scooby-Doo episode will be Scooby-Doo, Pirates Ahoy, sending your feedback. Um, five stars on iTunes also, subscribe. Uh, but we have the extra special touchdown Tommy, Tommy Tidbits, Ranch Tommy, whatever he goes by these days, he's gonna come talk about Scooby-Doo Pirates Ahoy. So just get excited for that. Until next time, everyone. Hashtag onk onk. Bye. Bye. Money's rags and riches, hieroglyphics off the wall. There's no strife in the afterlife, unwind and have a ball. Pyramids have power and secrets stashed away But between the traps and the money rats They can really blow your day The ancient pharaoh's spirit haunts The halls of this cold dark tomb Our curses hurl through the underworld Coming to see your doom Rags and riches, oh, they'll give you quite a fright. So enjoy the ride as you run and hide. This joint is out of sight. Money's rags and riches, hieroglyphics on the wall. Hope for luck gives you diving up. There's a way to fool them all. And an ancient pharaoh's spirit walks. Among these halls of gloom Don't miss your chance to see the mummies dance As music feels the tune Rags and riches are all that is here tonight.